This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Discover all of our shows at slashandcast.network. You know, let's get into the voodoo uh, that Laura wants to talk about, <laughs> that voodoo you do so well. Uh, Laura, so what do you... <laughs> Laura, did you just call David Bowie? <laughs> yeah, I did. Hello and welcome to the Conjecturing Horrors podcast. With me is Laura. Hello. And Greg. Hey guys. And I'm your host Rob. How's uh, how's everybody doing tonight? How's the how's the gold room treating us? Great. It's beautiful, Rob. Going good. <laughs> it's it's so golden and bright and shiny and inspiring. I just want to live here for the rest of my life. Oh wow, that's interesting. Are there any little dolls running around or anything <laughs> creepy? Biting at your ankles. <laughs> well, no, that's why I want to. I want to stay here because there are no dolls. There's no mm-hmm. toy stores within you know a hundred miles. It's just you know up on the top of a mountain by ourselves. Yep. It's great and twenty one and over. So no little kids, no dolls, <laughs> none of that. Right. Oh, that's true. That's true. I didn't even think about that. That's right. What, what happens if the the doll spirit is over twenty one, Lord? Does that count? Nah, he's not no? getting in. So they they card L- Lloyd your- wouldn't let him in. <laughs> So yeah. they car- Lloyd's they car- a bouncer now. He's a bouncer now. He's not letting them in. So, so they they card uh, your your visuals. They don't card your soul. That's how yep. it works. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, Chucky, you didn't make it in. Sorry, man. Uh, he he could use a drink too, man. Uh, so yeah, this, this week we're doing uh, we're doing Chucky this week. Child's Play, uh, 1988 film this week. Um, so let's uh, see what we are wearing tonight. Uh, who wants to go first? One of you guys want to go first? I think you guys have more elaborate outfits than i do tonight <laughs> go ahead greg go greg first i'm dressed as the street peddler he's the guy that's uh selling the bootleg or i guess he thinks it's a legitimate doll to our our protagonist here so and i guess he's maybe kind of homeless too so i've got the hat beanie the jacket and most importantly this golden you know knitted scarf around my neck <laughs> That's wow. beautiful. I look. Nice. I mean, I don't know what you guys think. I think I look just like him. We need to get like a side do. by side. I yeah. think. I think you do look just like him, which is why I waited to this moment to be like, you remember, like he almost raped uh, somebody, right, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget, Did you forget or, what? or or what? I guess. Like, I'm not trying to boost the guy up or anything. I'm just saying. No. Oh. You just, you just I could wanna, live on the streets if yeah. I had to. Is, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. That, that was one scene in this movie where I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, all those other hobos were going to watch. I was like, what's happening yep. right now? Yeah, no one really stepped in. It's a bit... fucking, fucking 80s movies, you guys. Holy shit. Dude, totally. Yeah. yeah, all right. Well, over to Laura now. Laura, you're not going to be a, a person that's going to assault somebody. What, what are you, Laura? I am dressed as Andy, but not just regular Andy. I am dressed as Andy from the scenes where he is walking around the streets by himself <laughs> In this puffy snow jacket and this like snow beanie that's too big for him. And he's lugging this giant Chucky doll over his shoulder. So I've got my puffy jacket, my beanie, and I've got my Chucky doll. Oh my and goodness. And I'm, you know. We need to talk about uh, this doll. He's over my shoulder. He's like equally cute and horrifying at the same time. I think yeah, he's just adorable. Neck down, it's cute, but then above that, the the stitches for the mouth. It's a little yeah, yeah. So I'll quickly describe this. It is not a typical Chucky doll. It is one that has been one hundred percent 
crocheted. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's like, it's super soft and it's got a lot of cotton in the middle. I can just fluff, I can squeeze it like doot, doot, doot. It's really cute. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I love him. And his hair is made out of yarn, but not like creepy cabbage patch yarn, like legit yarn. Legit yeah. yarn, not cabbage patch yarn. Just keep playing with his hair. You know, oh, we're nice. friends. <laughs> Or what would you do if he just turned his head right now and was like, hi, I'm Chucky, you want to play? Would you be okay with that? No, I'd shit myself. <laughs> Despite the the soft, yarny hair, you that would that would still scare you? I'd literally probably go find my scissors and just cut him up. Oh, dang. <laughs> like, wow. He'd be done. He'd be done. Wow, Laura doesn't play any games. Wow, she didn't even care. You didn't see that coming, did you? Yeah, no, no. Oh, my goodness. Nice. Uh, yeah, for me, I, I'm kind of similar to Laura. I don't have a cute little doll. I have a a puppet I got for my son uh, a while ago. Uh, so it's just a little puppet. It's kind of cute. It's supposed to look like him. It has, you know, dark hair. It's like a little boy. Um, but yeah, I have, I have him with me tonight. Uh, hopefully he doesn't attack me as we're recording tonight. Hopefully he doesn't come alive. Uh, that would be kind of creepy. Uh, yeah, that and then I'm just wearing one of our pod shirts, our Horror Life uh, t-shirt, uh, one of our t-shirts tonight. And that's that's pretty much it, you know? Um, so yeah, if you want to see these pics, you got to check out Instagram and Twitter at Conjecturing Pod. And then my merch, check out our merch store, tpublic.com slash user slash Conjecturing Pod. Uh, now let's see uh, what we're drinking tonight. Let me get the drop going here. What's in the cups? All right, uh, so what are we drinking tonight, Laura? We are drinking a Bloody Chucky, which is basically a blood orange bourbon sour. And if you want to make this at home, it is one ounce blood orange juice, two ounces of bourbon, one ounce simple syrup, one ounce lemon juice, and about a half an ounce of lime juice, and a maraschino cherry. Cheers. That sounds that sounds super tasty. It's really good. You like it, Laura? I didn't have time to make it tonight. You know, I was. Uh, I was like, "Don't you like it, Rob?" Wait, yeah, wait. Well, <laughs> no, I was. I was out trying to find the doll for my son. So I was like hitting the stores up and everything with my mask on. And even though I'm double vaccinated, still wearing that mask. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, check the alleys. See the alleys. That's I did the not. I did at. not hit up the alleys. You're right. I probably should have went to the alleys uh, and tried to talk to some vagrant dressed like Greg. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I probably should have done that. Yeah, that's true. I should have just followed the burning cylinders of trash and you found my way to one. That's true. Um, uh, Greg, are you drinking the drink tonight, Greg? How are you liking it? Oh, it's uh, it's tasty. It's the best thing I've ever had in my life. <laughs> probably be up on our website. Yeah, it has really good. It look it looks really good, too. So nice. nice. Yeah, I don't know if we've mentioned in a while that, that we put all the we put most of the recipes if they're good or not uh, up on our on our uh, drink uh, recipe page up on our website. It's podpage.com slash conjecturing pod. Uh, go check it out. It has a lot of fun stuff on there. Uh, so let's do some show news and updates real fast. We don't remind, we just want to remind everybody uh, to uh, rate our podcast wherever you're listening to it on. And also, we have a quick sponsor we want to read real fast. We have Amazon Music Unlimited right now. Uh, so, with Amazon Music Unlimited, listeners get unlimited access to 70 million songs on demand music which is always ad-free, and are able to listen offline with unlimited skips. By signing up with our promo link, you can get Amazon Music Unlimited free for 30 days and cancel at any time. So go to getamazonmusic.com slash conjecturingpod to get started. Um, 
<laughs> you still laughing, Lauren? Just because I, I I'm felt always going to laugh. laugh. I messed it up one time like a month ago now, and you just always remember. You messed it up twice. That's true. <laughs> we didn't forget. We didn't That's forget. True. That's true. Yeah, never going <laughs> to never forget. forget. <laughs> never forget. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another big thing we want to just kind of like throw in here um, uh, is that uh, we're in June right now, which is also Pride Month. And, and our, our network that we're on, the Slash and Cast Podcast Network, a lot of the people came together and designed this cool horror pride uh, t-shirt that we're promoting, uh, we're selling. Um, all the proceeds are going to go to the Trevor Project, and uh, it gets better uh, to support them and, and all they do to help people you know, with, with what they're having to deal with every day in this world right now. I know we, we actually had a little something where we posted our our support of this shirt and had a really nasty comment and Laura had to bring out the Chucky knives and go after this mofo. <laughs> it was pretty, uh, it was, it was crazy. It's the first time we've ever had anything negative said towards us, especially in that context. And yeah. I was in shock. I just, I completely forget sometimes just how fucked up people are and sad. And it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Just people are so freely vicious sometimes and they don't really, you know, consider the other side, especially in, uh, in the public space, it's it's very surprising. So yeah, Laura pretty much took care of that. Yeah, Laura. That's what I'm here for, guys. Very nice. The enforcer. <laughs> Do you have anything more you want to say on the subject, Laura? Are you afraid to? to no, I'm it? afraid to open my mouth yeah. because I obviously, of course, wanted to say so much more, but I was trying to stay professional, so I did not. Uh, but yeah. yeah, you know, just like the t-shirts say, horror is for everyone, but don't be an asshole. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a second second shirt we need to make. <laughs> yeah, second shirt we need to make. Yeah. So if anybody yeah. listening wants to support, uh, you know, Pride Month and everything and support those two uh, foundations, uh, yes, you can go to uh, tpublic.com slash user slash SNC network uh, to get those shirts. So check it out. Um, I don't think we got any listener comments or questions or anything from previous shows as far as that goes. Uh, do you guys have anything from last week's episode? Uh, we did Hereditary last week. Do you guys have anything from that? Laura, are you still traumatized <laughs> always always gonna always. be traumatized from this movie but yeah I, i'm just i'm just proud of myself for watching it a second time and mm. i feel like uh yeah i feel like if i had to watch it again if you know if someone i was with really wanted to watch it and were new to it i i could easily do it now you know i've kind of gained that confidence but god yeah it's just a rough one yeah yeah, that's true. That's true. What about you, Greg? How are you feeling about last week's episode, Hereditary? I thought we uh, we covered it really we covered it really well. Um, <laughs> I feel like all the people need to be covered really well too. Uh, <laughs> that was a it was a good movie. I you know I still maintain if you're a uh, a horror movie fan, it's definitely one of the ones that you cannot miss. But if you're a casual movie fan and not really Ooh. into horror, I don't know if that's the right movie for you. But um, Still, I, I feel like we we all gave it pretty fairly high marks. So yeah, I, I had a funny thing. Um, you know, my son was on the episode. Little Robbie came on and played a game and was just ridiculous. Uh, he 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 outsmarted Laura and Greg. They couldn't get any answers correct um, in his game. Oh, okay, all right, sure. <laughs> yeah, you're you're gonna come at my son, Laura, three and a half. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, Laura. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was funny, uh, driving the other day, he was like in the back seat, of course, and he had his window down and he had like an Elsa doll and he kept putting the doll out the window. Oh, and no. so I recorded a little video. I think I'm probably going to put it on Twitter and, in and Instagram, maybe of me yelling at him like, don't stick your head out the window. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of appropriate for hereditary. I thought, uh, didn't your daughter do something cute, Laura? Didn't she put all her, all her little animals together like a little shrine? Oh my god, I forgot to tell the story. Yes. So she did not watch this movie 
But like oh days God. after we watched it, surprising. But days after we watch it, she's playing in the living room. We were making dinner, and I go into the living room, and she laid out a blanket, took a picture of herself that's framed and on a shelf, off the shelf, put it on the ground, and then grabbed every doggy stuffed animal she had and laid them out in front of the photo. So it looked like they were either bowing down or just dead in front of this <laughs> shrine of her. And I was that, the first thing I thought it was hereditary. I was like, oh yeah. my God. Did you did you it's did you horrifying. just hear a little little behind you, Laura? Is that it? I, I would have been out the door so fast. <laughs> I would have been like, good luck, Brooks. <laughs> you got this. It's it's oh. simultaneously the cutest and creepiest photo that I've ever laid my eyes on. Like half the dogs, they look, they're on their side. They're like dead. One's <laughs> drinking out of a bowl or something. Oh, right. But then there's like, there's the picture that's the shrine. It's, it's so creepy. <laughs> oh, that's I, so funny. That's I guess so I'll funny. have to post that on uh, Twitter too. Yeah. yeah, I have to post that too, especially for the hereditary yeah. episode. Oh, crazy, <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for that. Uh, let's get into like the opening, not the opening of the movie, but the opening of the little bit of the talk of the movie here. Uh, we're doing Child's Play, like we said. This is Greg's movie pick. Greg, so why did you choose this movie? I was actually, uh, you know, my wife chose it. So, uh, Lindsay's, um, gonna be on our, uh, on our episode today. And, um, she actually thought, you know, she, I, I don't know, maybe she was inspired by you, Rob, watching, uh, Fire in the Sky for the first time or, or what have you. This is a movie and she'll probably talk about it in great detail. I'm hoping, um, that sort of traumatized her as a, as a, you know, young kid. And, you know, when you get to, you know, your thirties and, and such, you've, probably figure you know let's see if i can i can brave past it so um i'm thinking that she decided hey this it's it's about time that we watched it so hopefully we can have a conversation with her about it um to get more insights yeah hopefully so like hopefully she doesn't run off and like, go cry <laughs> in right. <a> corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's like fuck you greg fuck you greg yeah. starting this whole thing yeah that's true. That's funny. Okay, yeah, we're gonna we'll hear for, from her in a little bit when we get into the review here. But uh, real quick, let's do our horror segment of the week, real fast. Uh, let me see what I got for you guys this week. All right, I got a question for you guys this week. Let's do a question real quickly here. Um, so, question I have for you guys, of course, pertaining to child's play dolls. Uh, so, I wanted to ask you guys, what other toy doll action figure would you choose to make a horror movie from? Did you guys have a lot of dolls, action figures growing up? I feel like every child did, right? Yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. did. Yeah, I was really big into Army Men. I had G.I. Joe's. I had, like, you know, the the boys' version of Polly Pocket. I don't know what that was called. We had the Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> wait, wait. So many oh, of them. man. There Polly was a, Pocket. There was a boys' version of Polly Pocket? There was, but it was it was called Mighty Max. And, like... What? <laughs> yeah. Mighty Max? It yeah. feels like it doesn't even, like, make sense. I thought it would still yeah. be something with pockets. Like... I don't know. Be like I didn't Tom, make them. Be like Tom's trousers or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that sounds inappropriate, but you know, for a child. <laughs> I never, I never heard of that before. I don't know. Like, what are you playing with, Greg? Tom's trousers? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. But what did you actually pick, Greg? What what toy action figure did you pick? Okay, the one that I thought, and I in my mind, it came up with a little backstory too. I think Mr. Potato Head would be oh. would be really creepy. Oh. And you know, I don't know if you guys knew this. I looked on YouTube and did you guys know that the origins of Mr. Potato Head, you know, when it was first released back in the 50s or 60s, it actually just came with 
face parts and paraphernalia that you were supposed to stick into fruits and vegetables that were just laying around the house. What? There wasn't, there was no actual, it didn't come with an actual plastic potato. It was just like parts and yeah. accessories that you would just, okay, if you had a cucumber, put it in a cucumber. If you had a, you know, a potato, stick it in a potato. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I watched this commercial from the 50s and it looks so creepy to me. And I thought, oh, this would make a really good scary movie. And, and the idea is that a kid is, um, I don't know, he's playing with his little Mr. Potato Head somehow. And he does something to it. I don't know. He's experimenting. I feel like these things always involve some kind of electricity. It comes alive. And what you find out is the Mr. Potato Heads can feel every time their body parts are being removed and placed back. So they're experiencing this excruciating pain and they're just being tortured. And kids just don't know about it. So one of them, this one gets reanimated and his whole mission is just to free all of the other Mr. Potato Heads from their torture and they just exact revenge on the humans who are doing this to them. Wow. Mm, that sounds pretty crazy. Did you think of a title for it? What the title of the movie called? Oh, man. Let me think about it. I'll get back to you in a minute. That's yeah. A good okay. question. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Laura? Would you, what, what did you pick? Do you have something better than I, that? Torturing no, potatoes? No, I do not have something better than that. I could not think of an answer to this question because I think most of my toys were just so sweet and lovely that I don't think any of them could be, I don't know, like when I was, I grew up in the strawberry shortcake, rainbow bright era. So like those were my dolls. Those are the ones I remember really well. And they're not going to be the bad girls in any movie. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> like if anything, they're going to save the day. So I can't oh. pick them. But the one thing I do remember, and this fits well for me because you guys know I don't like bugs. Mm. I don't like anything gross. You know, I really, I never was a fan of Tremors or it even took me a second watching of The Thing to kind of get used to that. Mm -hmm. But do you guys remember when we were little, those glow worms? Oh, yeah. Like stuffed animals? Yes, I had one. And like, I think their butt? It was like like a light, it's like a, not a light, not a light bright, but uh, I forget what it was called, something bright. Yeah. So I think, I think I choose that because I could just see that slithering around with its little lit up butt and I just, yeah, I think that would be disgusting. (laughs) Those were the cutest things ever. I know all my toys were cute. So what do you want me to do? They emitted this really warm glow that, (laughs) that just put you to sleep now. But when you said slithering around, that's really creepy. But maybe the warm glow puts you to sleep so it can then kill you. Yeah, oh, maybe, maybe yeah. It, it crawls into your mouth and then your stomach's glowing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe far. it weaves like a, it, you know, makes a big silk cocoon around you and oh, it suffocates you to death. There you go. I like mm-hmm. that. It just puts a little sleeping hat on you, a little sleeping cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the outside of the cocoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, Greg, do you think of a title for your movie yet? Oh, man. I. <laughs> I don't know. You threw me off with Glowworm. <laughs> oh, I'll okay. hit you with the title at least okay. by the end of this episode. The oh, okay. Something right. will uh, dawn. Oh, okay. An hour and 30 minutes later, you're going to just be like yeah. Spud. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is Craig talking about? Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, for me, like, honestly, Laura, that was one of my two options. So I'm glad you picked it because it narrowed mine down to one. Um, but another one I picked, I remember, would be a Stretch Armstrong. I remember playing with Stretch Armstrong and just stretch him out. He's like just in his underwear, which is already creepy enough. But uh, like I would just, you know, I mean, clearly you can just see like him like stretching and and strangling you or or anything like that. I mean, he's pretty much just like the stretchy Chucky. You know, he mm-hmm. can just be creepy and this and that. So I, that's probably what I'd pick a stretch Armstrong. 
Um, you know, it's not as elaborate as Greg's spud story he's telling himself <laughs> over there, but uh, you know, that's the first thing that came to my mind. It was like, oh, stretch Armstrong, that'd be kind of cool. Um, yeah, so if anybody wants to email us in their choices, uh, you can uh, email us conjecturingpod at gmail or hit us up Twitter, Twitter and Instagram at conjecturingpod to let us know what toy, action figure, doll you would choose to make a horror movie from. Oh, I got um, the title. I got the title. Got it, Greg? Okay, okay what, what is it? So instead of Potatoes Al Grotten, it's going to be Potato Al Rotten. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I, think, I think you need to come back in about an hour and a half and give us okay. another answer. <laughs> you put me on the spot. You put me on the spot. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to our movie now. Let's get to our movie this week. So now it's time to open the toy chest. Let's open the toy chest and get to our movie this week. Um, this movie we're doing this week is a Child's Play 1988 film. Director Tom Tom Holland. Is that how you pronounce it, Laura? Mm-hmm. Holland? Like the mm-hmm. like Spider-Man, Tom Holland. Yeah. Um, he also directed uh, the classic Fright Night and the TV uh, shows uh, Tales from the Crypt. He did what a couple episodes of those, I guess. Mm-hmm. And how do you pronounce the other one? The Longaners? Longaners? The Langoliers. Oh well, I was way off on both. Well, options. he was involved in the Langoliers. Yeah, he's the That's director. That's the St- Stephen King um, TV series. Right. Yeah, I was oh, like the director, I guess. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, budget of this movie was nine million dollars. Box office forty four point two million. Holy so shit! Made. I mean, man, that's back wow. in eighty eight too, which is like whatever a hundred million nowadays. Like a billion dollars. Yeah. Now. yeah. <laughs> a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Laura, do you want to do interesting facts? Yeah. So Chucky's full name, Charles Lee Ray, is derived from the names of notorious killers. So we have Charles Manson, Lee Harvey Oswald, and James Earl Ray. So that's a really freaking fun fact for you there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know the guy. Oh, the guy from the Pur- the the Purge director must love that. He loved uh, Charles Manson. Oh my god! <laughs> He's like his favorite guy. Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the first draft of this script was completed in the summer of 1985, and it actually referenced Chucky as Buddy, who came to life after mixing blood with Andy and would kill those who were against Andy. So, for example, the babysitter and a teacher. So basically, uh, in this script, he was manifesting Andy's loneliness and isolation, you know, from having like an overworked mother and absent father. And in addition to being a more, yeah, like psychologically driven horror film, Buddy also only would come alive at night when Andy was asleep. So that definitely added a little, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I I think I read about that too. And the one thing that stood out to me was the fact that the the writer that did that original original draft, um, he said that like most of his, you know, movie that he was telling there, was like you didn't know who the killer was you didn't know if it was andy or if it was chucky like mm. you were supposed to believe like is the kid actually doing I like it? that which which for this movie like doesn't work because he's just like a sweet kid right away so you're already like it's not him uh but maybe that version he was a little bit darker um yeah which i thought would have worked really well actually yeah i think that plot sounds legit yeah i don't it, know about it, the- is there a version like could you possibly interpret this movie all the way to the end with the idea that it was andy the whole time no great not, we're the, not, not this movie we're not, not doing this, this movie, movie. Okay. No, not this one. no no i'm squashing that right now <laughs> yeah i think it, i think it might be possible even with like you know his mom seeing him maybe she's just trying to cover for him i don't know don't you dare spin he's too, this he's too <laughs> sweet he's too sweet in this movie he's too well, much not, of the, not the way he's making breakfast not you know, that kind <laughs> of all right we'll, we'll get we'll get there we'll get there yeah yeah <laughs> that's funny uh so you have one more fact laura 
I do. It's not so much as a fact as just a what the fuck statement. Why are there so many sequels to this movie? There are, okay, there are eight Chucky movies, you guys. There are seven total. We have Child's Play, Child's Play 2, Child's Play 3. Then we have The Bride of Chucky, The Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, and Cult of Chucky. Okay. And then in, I think, you know, last year they came out with a reboot of Child's Play, which had Aubrey Plaza. So I just am like, I I don't want to give spoilers, but I did a quick like Wikipedia recap of what all of these are about. Oh my God. This, like, what? It's atrocious. It is atrocious. Yes. I will (laughs) say that Andy is actually in most of them, even as uh, not the same actor once he becomes older, but Mm -hmm. like adult Andy is, he, I will say this as a spoiler, he does seem to make it through basically all of them, but. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Let me let me let me let me bring Lindsay on for a second. I think Lindsay's ready to jump on. I think she wants to have something to say here. I see her shaking <laughs> her head a bit. Uh, Lindsay, so do you, Lindsay, uh, Greg's uh, uh, wife is here with us now. Um, I, I, do you want to say something about all these sequels? You were shaking your head a lot. <laughs> I just like this movie traumatized me when I was four, and I like had to go to therapy. And like a year later, I was like, well, at least it's over. And then <laughs> the next. <laughs> 32 years of my life it's haunted me right, right right when you think like all right i think i'm over it oh next preview's coming up commercial oh, chucky no. three chucky four exactly oh my God. you can't ex- you couldn't escape it for decades nope I think oh it has a longer God. running series than halloween doesn't it there's there's more halloweens at least it's up there with like land before time i mean it's a lot yeah it's <laughs> it's ridiculous i it's like you don't this is not I will die on this mountain. We do not need to have this many Chucky movies. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I definitely have not seen most of those ones. I, like I told these guys, like, I feel like the one that's most relevant in my memory is the Bride of Chucky one with Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. I feel like that was when I was actually like old enough to see these movies and like was into like watching kind of scary movies. I thought I was a little brave, but you know, I wasn't that brave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. I, th- I remember that one. And that's where like dolls fuck each other. So yeah, yeah. who's going to forget yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, do what Laura, you want to do cast Laura? Yeah. So we have Brad Dorif. I hope I'm saying that right as Charles Lee Ray or Chucky. Um, yeah, this guy's in everything. I mean, he was in Lord of the Rings. He's in some other Chucky sequels. He was in Alien Resurrection, which I believe is the third. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a really weird fact, but I always remember him from the movie Urban Legend as the gas attendant in the very beginning of that movie. Ah, Like he had a stutter and he was trying to warn them like, look behind you in the car. Mm. No, anyone? (laughs) Oh, sure, Laura, sure, yeah. Mm. Okay, anyway. Uh, we also have John Franklin as the walkabout Chucky. Oh, okay. Catherine Hicks as Karen Barclay, our seventh heaven mom. Oh my God. Seventh heaven. So weird, so weird. Yeah. Uh, Chris Sarandon as Detective Mike Norris. He was also in Fright Night. He was in Princess Bride. Um, we have Alex Vincent as Andy. Uh, and he didn't really go on to do a whole lot more, but he was definitely in most of the sequels. Uh, Dinah Menoff as Maggie Peterson. Do you guys recognize her? No. Lindsay, don't answer. I know she, I know she does. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. She no. looked familiar. Her personality is definitely familiar, but I, I can't place it. She's from Greece. Oh, who, is she, who is she in Greece? Right. One of the pink ladies. Oh, one of the pink ladies. Whatever their yeah. names are. Stevie and Stuvie or something. Yeah. What? No. Oh, I don't I don't know their names. I don't know their names. All right. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> okay, and then the last uh, cast member I'm going to mention is N. Brock Winkless the fourth. Uh, he was the pup- <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. What is this guy's name? <laughs> N. Brock <laughs> Winkless the fourth. Okay, I know we need Moses Storm and N. Brock Winkless <laughs> to make a movie together. It's spelled with two S's, so that's not Winkles. That's Winkless. Even if it was N. Brock Winkles the fourth, it's still not better. That's still horrible. Puppeteer of the Chucky character. So you know, big ups to you, Mister Winkless. Yeah, yeah, your, yeah. your your puppet name, yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's funny. Okay. All right. There we go. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Laura, you want to do synopsis? Oh, God. Sure. Uh, Child's Play is about... <laughs> what is it about? It's about a man named Charles Lee Ray who has learned this voodoo phrase to basically... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but that that like starting point to the movie, it just seems so weird to me. Of like, that's what the movie's about. Yeah, I don't know. that's I don't what know. it's about. Okay. He All learns right. this voodoo phrase to cheat death and transfer his soul into new bodies. And the movie begins with him in a situation like a shootout with the detective, and he's dying, but he's in a toy store, and so he uses his voodoo phrase to transfer his soul into a doll. It's more like a, and more like a chant. Uh, a yeah. little prayer. Of some kind. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and this doll, uh, you know, then gets gifted to a young boy with a single mom. And But you know what? Charles Lee Ray or Chucky is in this doll and he is just like a fucking psychopath. So there you have it. You have it. That's, that's the movie. There's <laughs> a voodoo phrase that started it all. Okay, all right. <laughs> but oh, it did man. start it. I know. I'm not, I'm not disputing to start it. I don't know why, but like for some reason that like was not like something I was even thinking about <laughs> that you were going to say. So it just threw me off. You're like the voodoo phrase, you know, like it was weekend at Bernie's or something like that. What came first, the chicken or the egg, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So let, let's just start. Let's start with, of course, Lindsay. Lindsay, I feel like we need to start with you. Uh, we've already introduced you. You've been on the pod before. You were on episode, I think, 17 and 18 or something like that. You were on Invitation. You were on, uh, what was Labyrinth. the other episode? Labyrinth episode when she came to talk about Labyrinth. Uh, I thought she was going to be on my side, but ended up being everybody ganging up on me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, you're back again to talk about this movie because it traumatized you as a as a child. Uh, so how was it like watching this again? Do you want to get into more of your 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 past <laughs> with this movie? <laughs> yes. I don't want you to like have to relive anything, but uh, you know. Um. Yeah. So I watched this movie when I was four years old. And we were, I was at a neighbor's house and we like hid, um, like behind her parents' couch and watched it in a mirror. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. No wonder you got like bad juju right away watching it in a yeah. mirror. It was already pretty demonic. Um, but oh, yeah, wow. I was four and she was three. She's fine. I'm not fine. Oh, really? That's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure how she made it through. Um, but it really just, just totally scared me, ruined me. I had night terrors. I had hallucinations during the day. Um, my mom and dad decided that I needed to go to therapy because they were like not sure how to deal with it. And so I went to a therapist at four years old to like deal with watching this movie. Mm-hmm. And I like got through it, like wasn't having hallucinations all day, every day or night terrors every night um, after the therapy. But I was still super scared of it. 
to the point where I couldn't see pictures. I couldn't see the doll. And it's like, this is going to age all of us, but I couldn't go to Spencer's in the mall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they did. Wow. Yep. Dang. That's crazy. And yeah, it was just super traumatizing for me um, to the point where a few months ago, I was 36 years old and there was a Chucky meme on my phone and I was like freaked out for a second. Mm. And that's where I was like, this is ridiculous. You're 36 years old (laughs) and you just got scared over seeing a picture of the back of Chucky. There's this meme going around where Chucky's Mm. like sitting by a lake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) And that picture like frightened me on somebody's Instagram story. And that was when I thought like, okay, it's time. Like it's been 32 years of you being scared of this freaking doll. And you can't even look at, I can't even be friends with Laura on Twitter. Because of your profile. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's right. Wow. So I just thought to tell Greg, you know, like, I think it's time. Like I got to watch this thing. I'm sure it's not as bad as I remember. I got to get over it. I got to, I got to just see what it's about. <laughs> mm-hmm. you're, fin- you're finally standing up to this little doll. Finally. Finally, 32 years later. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, I do want to ask you, look, I mean, if you don't want to answer this, if you don't want to, but like, can you describe what you mean by hallucinations? Like, yeah, I would see him like at school, at my house, when I was out with friends, like running places in the corner of my eye. Oh, shit, that's crazy. Or I would see him like in trees, like when leaves would move, I would be like, pretty sure I saw Chucky there. I'd see him like, you know, run down the end of my hallway to the point where I really thought he was there. I was very small and I would think I was seeing him in real Mm -hmm. life. And so I would just go running to my mom, freaking out at that point. And so she was like, oh, God, my four-year-old is like (laughs) going crazy. So that was what drove that. That's that is horrifying. Like, yeah, if if my son is just standing at my cursory at, at a frame and I glance at him and he's real, he's actually a real child. I would be scared of be like, oh, my God, yeah. what are you doing there? And being <laughs> right. like, oh, my God, you're seeing like a little redheaded kid like run around. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I was going to ask you, too. Like, you know, you've been married to Greg and together for a long time. Have you just from the beginning told Greg you can't wear like overalls? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he doesn't look like Chucky, so he oh, can okay. If he was he a redhead, I would might have put he was some a redhead? in the beginning. Oh. <laughs> but it, it, you know what's funny, though, Rob, is like it has definitely been like, a, it's weird to say, like a part of our life, but in like a, wow. you know, in a negative space way to where it's like the type of thing, you know, just because something about the franchise, the Chucky franchise, it's the fact that it's lasted so long. It's literally in every like pizza parlor like claw machine game and like quarter machine at the shopping mall he just doesn't go away so everywhere we would go you know there's a if we're walking past something even if she'll she tries to hide it you can sense a flinching you know um feeling and it's always been like this so it's it's always been a part of like at least our like life together and so like it's so interesting because it's like it's always been there god and when i started dating greg like we were 16 and he was super into scary movies. And I had not watched a single scary movie since then thinking, wow. no, it's going to traumatize me, you know, mm-hmm. like I was when I was four. And so um, I, in the beginning of our relationship, I would not watch any scary movies with him. He slowly 
got me to start watching thrillers. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. little by little, we've watched, you know, scary movies, but it's taken years and years to, to stop being worried I was going to be, you know, just as traumatized. Because <laughs> because now you watch scary movies. You love scary movies now, but it's hey, just you like not them now, right? But yeah. I would say, like, I don't know how many years have I been watching scary. It's like the last yeah. decade, like mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So, and he was with me since I was sixteen. So it took like a good dozen years yeah. <laughs> to, wow. for him to convince me to start watching scary movies. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, none of us have any first watch stories like that. Uh, but do you, Greg, Laura, do you guys have any first watch stories when you remember seeing this for the first time? But this particular movie? No, just, just or just, just all, all movies ever made, Greg. Tell me the first movie you ever saw. No, <laughs> but yes, of course, this movie, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I, I I watched it um with my brother, and we were roughly probably the same age like you know maybe five or six and oh my um, god and i don't know how our parents or grandparents let us rent it from blockbuster but we ended up getting like (laughs) i saw parts one two and three and i think and you know i reading into the sequels uh uh, like leading up to this episode i realized that my memory of this movie is really just a hazy mashup of the first two movies put together uh, you know, I um, was joking with Lindsay. We were watching the movie, and a lot of the stuff I don't remember. I don't remember a lot of the voodoo. I I could have sworn the movie ended off in a Toy Story, and he gets melted down or something. It's hmm. it's weird, and it was really creepy at the time too for me. Um, it just it didn't last, obviously, in the same way. I think because we were a little bit older, we were like six or seven. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. What about you, Laura? Do you remember watching this for the first time? I don't think I actually saw this in its entirety until like I was in my 20s, early 20s, probably. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I I mean, I started watching scary movies in middle school. I may have seen bits and pieces of it on TV in high school, but I remember I actually had to be like, I'm going to watch this whole movie because it's one of those movies that they would show on like TNT or FX and you would just see pieces of it from here and there. So I felt like I'd seen it. But I do remember being like a young adult and finally watching the whole thing. And, you know, it's like this trauma is so real. And I'm so not only proud of you, Lindsay, (laughs) for watching this again and then also, you know, talking about it. But, um, yeah, it just sounds so horrendous. But I feel terrible because, you know, seeing this in my early 20s after I'd already seen so many scary movies, this movie is like a straight comedy for me. Like, I just think it is so silly and funny. Um, there's definitely, but yeah, like if I had seen it as a four-year-old, horrifying because I, I'm scared of short circuit because I saw that as a four-year-old. So here we are, you know, it's crazy. I think we've determined the age. We've, we're starting to narrow the band of where kids can watch scary movies. It's definitely above four. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's a good starting point. Yeah, I don't know what that does to me because I got scared at like twelve from Fire in the Sky. I, I should have been already like a you know brave, but I wasn't. So yeah, um, that's crazy. Like I still can't believe you like literally would just see the doll like roaming around. You know, uh, that's I, I I got traumatized with Fire in the Sky, but I never thought I never like thought I saw them. You know, I was just afraid they were gonna abduct me all the time. But yeah, you know, wow, that's insane. Yeah, it, it, it reminds me from that that movie. Remember uh, Flatliners with uh, yes. all those guys, and there's that scene where like the 
the kids are running around in the background, mm-hmm. like through doorways. It reminds me of that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into the movie. Let's get into the movie now. Uh, let's kind of see uh, what you guys think here. Let's do the opening setup vibe of this movie. It's kind of the start. You know, let's get into the voodoo uh, that Laura wants to talk about, <laughs> that voodoo you do so well. Uh, Laura, so what do you... <laughs> Look, you just call David Bowie. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> Bringing it back to Labyrinth, another movie that scared me. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think, Laura? What do you think about the opening setup vibe of this movie? The opening is awful. I mean, it's just like, it's, I don't know. The opening <laughs> is not my favorite part of this movie. You know, we see who Charles Lee Ray is or who we think he is, which we later find out is just another body that he, you know, came into at some point. Wait, what are you talking about? Another body he came into? Yeah, that's not his, that's not his, his initial body. What are you talking? Are you talking about like the guy in the trench coat in the long hair? Yeah. Is that like in a sequel? No, he says that. He says what? that in this movie? Yeah, when he's talking to the other guy about the voodoo. Really? I, that I don't remember that. Yeah, and how he's already cheated death and now he continues to cheat death. No, he's talking about going into the doll. Right, but that wasn't that wasn't who he was to begin with. What? I feel like I'm, my mind's being blown if that's did, true. No, did I maybe read into this wrong? I thought he was the guy in the painting. What painting? No, the guy. Did I see it? Did I watch a different movie than you guys? <laughs> was I traumatized? What the happened? one on the wall. I Where? thought that was the original Charles Re- Lee Ray. What painting? Where was there a painting? Well, on there the was wall. a painting that, that has his resemblance on it, but it also has the voodoo teacher's resemblance. You're talking about the voodoo guy's house? Yeah. There's a painting of the voodoo guy's house? Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay, do you know what the hell's happening here, Lindsay? <laughs> no, it's it's the Help painting us. in Charles Charles yeah. Lee Ray's I house. I think that he was talking about the doll being the first time it worked. But oh. there's a painting on the wall in his apartment, but it's like him and the voodoo priest guy. Yeah. I, I don't know. If anybody listening, please email us, hit us up, Twitter <laughs> oh, and Instagram. Boy. Let us know if fucking uh, Charles Lee Ray guy is like jumping bodies left and right or something like that. I don't know. I'm sorry. Do I, I'm do sorry. Do I need to replay the scene? I, I've got no, it here. Don't no, okay. It. I, don't okay, it's okay. It. Lindsay solved it for us. Lindsay solved it. Yeah. Okay. She's the, she's a child's play expert right now. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, do you have any more you want to say? Did you see any other random mystery scenes that we didn't notice? Yeah, it's just the beginning was super lame for me. It was, it was lame for you. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, what about you, Greg? What did you think of like the opening setup of this movie? I liked it. It starts <laughs> off quick. It starts off with the foot police chase. It really gets into the movie right away. You know, does it, none of this spend 15 minutes with credits and all that kind of stuff like uh Exorcist. I mean, there's there's a foot chase, people shooting at each other. It actually kind of reminded me of the scene in in Tim Burton's Batman, where Batman's chasing the jo- Jack Nicholson Joker, and he kind of corners him into the factory. That whole mm. that whole vibe really has the same type of thing to where you see how a villain is made, you like their backstory, and and I really liked it. I thought it was like really clever and um, something that I vaguely remember watching it for the first time, and I, I thought it. It really clarified uh, his origin, so I, I was okay with it. You're okay with it. You're good. Yeah, I did see one thing. I I, I watched it twice actually uh, earlier this morning, and I noticed that he ran before he got to the the good guy dolls. He ran by a large Nutcracker soldier, and I thought it would be kind of like creepy if he would have just possessed that <laughs> instead oh of the doll. <laughs> He's trying to bite people's nuts and everything. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> what about you, Lindsay? Like I said, I mean, we talked about your first time watching this movie. Now we're into you rewatching this movie, trying to face your fears. How was the opening for you? Um, it was pretty hard because, like I said, I've gone so long, like avoiding even looking at the doll, and there was like seventeen hundred. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so it was like even like <sighs> even the opening, like when we're like purchasing it on Amazon. Like wow. looking at that picture, I've never like looked at a picture of him for more than a few seconds. Oh, so wow. I was really like tensed up for the beginning part. <laughs> I think <laughs> so. Yeah, that opening scene with like so many dolls was rough for wow. me. <laughs> you were just thrust right into all these dolls right away. I forgot about that. That's true. Yeah. Did it make a difference that the the ones at least in the beginning of the movie were like the kindest, gentlest version? Of, no, of, because they look demonic and gross and weird. Like even the non-possessed look, ones are like yeah, the weirdest looking dolls. That's true. They do have really strangely large heads with a lot of hair. <laughs> I, I like I'm I'm I don't know why the doll's head is like ten times bigger than Andy's head, but his body is only like a third the size. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it was just yeah. it was weird. Demonic proportions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got voodoo demonic wow this is this is crazy yeah yeah i i I did think for myself being like okay if this was like a real like if this was like a real event like and you're really selling this doll like you know what i mean they really made this doll i thought like yeah it is pretty creepy looking in general like it's not really like cute i mean this definitely does not look as bad as what it eventually turns into it looks really fucked up but i even thought yeah like you said Lindsay, from the start it's pretty kind of creepy looking you Mm -hmm. know what i mean I mean, and this movie may have colored my opinion, but I think all dolls are kind of creepy looking. That's all dolls now. Yeah. (laughs) And it looks the most like the My Buddy doll, which I think why they couldn't call him Buddy. Mm -hmm. Because they would have gotten sued by whoever makes that. Yeah. Yeah. And that doll looks freaking creepy. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was never animated to be a killer. It still mm-hmm. scared the crap out of me. <laughs> did, Lindsay, did you never have any dolls of any type? Like not even like Cabbage Patch dolls or anything like that? And Barbies. Because they you... look like enough. Like, mm-hmm. But any other doll, like porcelain no dolls. Rats. Yeah. Uh, rats. What's that? Red, Raggedy Ann. Oh, well, that's that's oh, no pretty way. close to Chucky. That's pretty close, actually. Wow. I didn't like that was a no. I didn't think you could even do Cabbage Patch because that's similar They're texture and looking. like hair and yeah i had the newborn ones so mm. oh okay, mm-hmm. okay. Ones. wow yeah. that's interesting okay um yeah let's let's talk a little bit about the characters acting now i know it's 88 it's an 88 movie it's 80s you know almost 90s i mean i don't think you're really ever expecting a superb acting um from any of these type of movies uh but uh laura what did you think like the characters and the acting uh in this movie kind of overall I thought all characters were fine. I mean, like you said, it's the 80s. No one's acting. It it was all on par with each other. I wouldn't say there was anything that really bothered me. So no one was like horrible. But, you know, it's the 80s. You're giving it a pass. Uh, I could have done without just like, you know, the 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 gas or gas attendant. Jesus Christ. The the scene where the vagrant. We're just watching a different movie, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are you watching Quantum scene- Leap? He's jumping into bodies. Is that a gas station? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was just stuck in my head from my that other comment I had, the Urban Legend. Um, I could have done without just like all of the flirtation between in the beginning. Oh, like, yeah. With the uh, detective and the mom. And then the fact that she almost gets raped later on. Like that, obviously, 
how were they flirting? I I must have missed that. I mean, they're, I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. They weren't like, I get what you're saying though, Laura. There was like a, I don't know what you call it, sexual tension or where you can tell, like if I, if, if I hadn't seen this movie before and, and I was watching it the first time, I would think they're going to do the typical trope of like these two are going to get together at some mm-hmm. point at the end of this movie. And he's going to be the new, the new dad of Andy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause there was that like little bit of back and forth between themselves where I'm like, Oh, they could be setting this up. I know originally reading about this, there was like a two hour and 15 minute cut of this movie originally. And oh they, sc- and they screened it and people were like, no. And so they cut it all the way down to 120. So I don't know what was in that other 45 minutes. If there was some type of thing with them. Uh, but you, I did have that same thought as you, Laura, with them in the beginning of this movie. You didn't see yeah. that, Greg? No, I didn't. I didn't really get that at all. And and actually, that was my favorite. I thought their interactions were my favorite thing. Like, I I really liked her. She had these like anger fits with him, right? And it wasn't over the top, and it was kind of like it was deserved. Yeah, well, clearly because she he wasn't believing her, and her kids' life you know, livelihood was on the line, which I liked because to me it was like a balance between pleading with him to believe her, also trying to convince him of this ridiculous idea, this notion that the doll's alive, but then also being like earnestly concerned for the well-being of her child. And I thought that she, uh, what, is, what is her name? Catherine Hicks? I thought she played, she told that line very well to where it didn't seem over the top at all. And, you know, you're kind of going from scene to scene. It it did get kind of annoying, the fact that they were always behind the action. But the fact that, um, I don't know, I thought it progressed really well. And and she handled the acting. I think she was probably my favorite actor out of the whole movie, for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. What about you, Lindsay? Did you even care about the characters, the acting, or you're just like, "Where's fucking Chucky?" <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't really. Care. <laughs> we were fine. It was whatever. You're like, I don't fucking care what you guys are talking about. Just is there a doll behind you? That's yeah. all you care about. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> figures. Uh, yeah, for for me, like, uh, I thought acting was pretty good. I mean, I, like you said, Greg, I thought she was the best. There's one scene where all the cops are in her apartment and she comes back after the, the chick from Greece gets thrown out the window mm-hmm. and, and uh, she like tells the cop off. She's like, get out of here. You know, I want you guys out. I don't know what's going on. And I thought that was like a really good scene from her. I really believed she was angry. She was frustrated. She was scared yeah. all in like that little tiny, uh, little monologue she did. Um, so I thought it was pretty good. I mean, everybody else is kind of just whatever in this movie. You have the, not the main cop, but you have the other cop with the mustache, who I thought was a little <laughs> over the top at times. And he's like, whoa, guys, what's going on here? He's just like, uh, I don't know. That guy in his suit was horrible. Um, right. And then you got, I mean, the kid himself. I mean, he's a kid actor, but... You know, we've reviewed so many movies where we're spotting out great kid acting. Shining is pretty good, Danny. You got the kids from Mama. You have so many kid ones we've just reviewed. I mean, even the Hereditary we just reviewed. Um, so I thought watching this kid was like kind of rough. Like he literally Aww. felt like a felt like a kid actor. He felt like a child, you know. But He's I just feel like so a, cute. Oh yeah, I'm Sweet. not talking about his cuteness. I'm just talking about his acting skills, Laura. Um, he as, does. As, to me, he had one shining moment, and I thought that was when he was stuck in the cell, mm-hmm. and he, he saw he saw she saw Chucky coming, you know, entering the building, and when the psychiatrist didn't believe him. Mm. And shut the door on him, and he was like, "Chucky is Chucky's coming to kill me." And he started crying behind the door. That was kind of heartbreaking to me. I thought yeah. he did really good there. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. There's just some scenes where I'm just like, okay, this kid is just being a kid. There's a scene where like he's uh he's like walking backwards from Chucky in the hospital or wherever they're in, and he's like stumbling over everything he falls on. I'm like, why are you falling down everywhere? Like, come on, just relax. Uh, but you know, I'm not he's gonna... like a toddler. What do you know? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm super spoiled. Like, we've watched so many good movies lately with really great, like, child actors. So yeah, watching this right was like in. a little bit yeah. rough for me to be like, oh, shit. You know, uh, man, and it's a boy. You're really you're just a yeah. kid hater, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's true. Yeah, exactly. Um, Greg thought he was two for like the first 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> His mom said. <laughs> Happy birthday, and she was like, "You're two. I don't know. She said something like, "You're two years old or something today. I don't know." I was oh, he confused. kept just going. This kid's two. He's really big for two. She was joking. She was like, "How old are you, two? Oh, Three? Like, okay. No. Oh, all right, I got you. Ooh, oh, that's right. Well, okay. Well, back to his acting for a second. Uh, there's a couple of scenes in this movie where like he talks like a baby. You know what I mean? He's like, Chucky wants to play. And I'm like, why are you like, you talk like a baby in this scene, but other scenes you're like roaming the streets of Chicago by yourself. I'm just like, well, that's a whole nother yeah, issue. But issue. his talking, okay. I don't think changed significantly. Like, really? He, uh, he was just, he had this sweet little voice. He was so yeah, cute. Okay. I mean, honestly, okay. If we want to really go deep into this kid and like why he probably speaks younger than his actual age he has no father and his mother is never there. So what do you expect? Uh, like, yeah, no one taught him how to make breakfast. He probably sure. doesn't uh <laughs> he probably doesn't have the best vocabulary because he hasn't been around any people, right? Oh, maybe that's true. Okay. All right. Wow. You're just defending this movie, Laura. Okay. All right. Uh, really not. <laughs> But uh, I just, I don't want you to hate on this sweet little kid. That's no, no, I get heart. it, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about now, I think, mostly what people want to talk about. Let's just get into, like, the horror, the horror elements, the special effects. Like, let's get into Chucky. Let's get into Chucky. I know that sounded weirder than I said, but uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's start with, let's start with Lindsay. Let's start with Lindsay. This is, I think, why we have you here. We want you to talk about Chucky. We want you to talk about seeing him for the first time. You know, how to, how did it progress through the movie? How'd it go, Laura? I mean, Lindsay. <laughs> Once I got through the initial so shock of seeing him as a doll, I was like, okay, all right, this doll's not so bad. And then, like, you never, like, saw his face move in the beginning. It yeah. was just, like, you know, doll stuff. And I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. I can handle this doll stuff. And then I thought, oh, it was the 80s. I probably just like imagined him looking so demonic. Oh, I didn't no. have the special effects to make him look so crazy. Mm -hmm. But then as the movie went on and he freaking <laughs> gets nuts, his face gets like so scary looking mm -hmm. to where I was like, oh, God, this is it. Like, I hated this. This was that was the thing. He just looks so evil and like gross and I yeah. hated it. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like the same as you. I haven't seen this movie in so long. I was telling these guys, like, I honestly wasn't sure if I've ever seen this movie. Like I've seen, I know I've seen some of them. So I'm like, kind of like Greg too, where they like meld together in my mind. It's been so long. So like when we start watching this movie, I'm like you, Lindsay, in that point of like, oh, maybe he does just like look like this cute doll the whole movie. And I'm thinking about sequels where he really looks fucked up. So when that first scene happens, when he like turns for the first time without the batteries and like bites the mom's arm. And that's mm. when his face really fucking like scrunches up like a little troll or something. And I got scared. I was like, holy shit. Like, oh my God. So like if that, that one scene was a scene you probably saw as a, as a child, probably Trump. I was, I didn't even ask you either. I know I'm like jumping around right now, but, uh, how did you watch the whole movie as a kid or was there a certain point when you stopped watching? I 
don't know because I was so little. I remember like him stabbing people, so I made it pretty far. That's pretty far. Yeah. yeah. Like wow, I, I remember seeing like the knife go in. Yeah. That's like burned in my brain. Oh wow, that's was, wow. See, I, that, wow, that's crazy. That's what I was wondering because that one scene where he his face finally changes. It's like it's really only like eighteen minutes in. This movie is short. It's only an hour and twenty minutes. So you're only like eighteen minutes in, and he's there. I thought maybe that was when you're like, oh shit, like that's just that image alone. I would be scared of. Uh, but Laura, uh, what do what do you think about like the horror stuff? Chucky, anything you want to spot out? Yeah, you know, I I think I wasn't really scared. Um, even when he first turns, I. I mean, you have a scene where he literally like turns to the mom and says like, what does he say? Like, you dumb bitch. So yeah. it just makes you laugh. <laughs> you know, like that's, I, that's funny to verbally abuse women. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's not funny. It's just so ridiculous yeah, well, that it's funny. Yeah. But mm -hmm. towards the end when he is like burnt to a crisp and you can see the inner almost like roboticness of his face, making those facial movements. That gave me the heebie-jeebies for sure. Uh, what about you, Greg? Like the horror, the scary stuff in this movie, Chucky himself. What do you think about like the first time he really turns and uh, some of the other stuff after? Yeah, actually, you know, just leading up to it, I thought they did a really good job of slow rolling his identity. And later you find out that it actually makes sense that he wasn't full-blown demonic right away because it takes a while for the possession to... to kind of fully go into effect. So he was just that plastic, you know, shiny doll for a while. But with every scene that they showed, they, I don't know, they were doing something with his hair, his face, his eyes, just to make him look a little bit more progressively human and creepier every time. I thought that was like just really good. And then, um, yeah, of course, the, the reveal, something about the way he froze his eyebrows down and then when he opens his mouth up and there's that little like gap tooth, like, I don't know what you would call it, just vicious sneer. It's, um, it's really creepy. Um, I think they did a, a good job. And, and of course, in that reveal scene, I liked how the mom found out about it, right? She picked at the box, right? And the batteries found, fell out. And then I thought that was a good reveal. Basically, you know, he's been talking and walking and moving this whole time, but the batteries weren't actually in him. Um, in that moment, I, I remember thinking that I would have liked to have seen her, re you know, because they say that the Chucky doll has three different sayings. I would have liked to see her read the box and, the, and read the three different sayings and realize also that maybe one of the things that he has said doesn't match up with one of those phrases. That would have been a pretty cool reveal too. But I thought it was great the way that, you know, she pokes it, she kind of shakes it for a while. That's something that we would all do when we just can't believe what we're seeing. And then you just see the demonic baby face. It's <laughs> the hair flailing everywhere. His mouth's open. It's, it's definitely a, a holy shit moment. And they, it only gets worse from, from that scene on. So I thought it was, um, was, was pretty good and, and unique. I don't know. Ha had there been any doll, like possessed doll movies before this? I, you I think I think they shout out, the you know, I mean, a little bit behind the scenes here. I sent these guys a couple of like how this movie got made a little bit. Um, and I know one of them I watched on YouTube shouted out. There was like a Twilight Zone episode, I think, about like a little doll. Mm -hmm. uh, there's like a mm -hmm. like, are you not are you for the dark? But like, I think even Tales uh, from the Crypt or something like that had like mm -hmm. an episode that was like doll related. So it's been, you know, something for a long time. But I think really like what puts this over the top is is the doll is the animatronics is like the effects they're using, which at the time were pretty groundbreaking. Yeah. Once you think about it, I know the documentary I watched, they were just saying that the the actual like puppeteers 
like they had no reference to do any of this stuff like they were just making up as they go along like let's see what we can do with these these machines we're working with and putting plastic mm-hmm. on them and and clothes and just see how they can move and man I, I thought they knocked it out of the park because after watching this the first time i was like thinking to myself how do they do most of these scenes like yeah is is it like a robot is it claymation like, is it just like stop motion? Like, how did they do it until I saw like, yeah, it's mostly all animatronic robots. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple like puppet ones where you can tell the, the one that's most obvious. They actually fucked up the one where Chuck is getting burned in the fireplace. Mm-hmm. You can see if you look down at the feet, you can see the puppeteer's arms oh. like they're like wiggling around or jumping around or something like that. So you can actually see it there. But a lot of it is just practical effects and. And you guys know I love practical effects. It's something yeah, I shout yeah. out all the time. It just as much as as good as CGI is now, it still to me does not beat a real thing, a real textile object. Mm-hmm. And that was my big negative for Mama when we watched Mama episode. Like the CGI ghost, as much as it's creepy, it didn't. I couldn't feel it as much as like if it was like a real ghost, not a real ghost, but a real person or a real even if they used like just like an animatronic thing like it would have felt more so this like michael like, myers underneath the sheet would have been scary <laughs> yeah. to you <laughs> yeah something you know what i mean it's so like this like i i felt every moment because to me you know i mean not you know say anything about uh lindsay like i like you lindsay like i felt it was real like it looked legit like i wouldn't be surprised if there was like a fucking little chucky running around behind me because it looked real in that moment so and that's me watching it now in 2021 Mm -hmm. if i was watching this back then like when it came out oh my god i i understand why you were traumatized because it looks real yeah Mm -hmm. they said that that it took three people just to do the face they had one puppeteer doing the eyes blinking looking up down left right one guy doing his eyebrows and cheeks a third person that was doing the mouth like his lips and you know and with like joysticks and stuff so three people just to do the facial expressions i mean it's it's insane like what they were able to do like animatronically speaking yeah yeah it's it's super cool uh do you guys want to each spot out like uh say what do you want to call it biggest jump scare or in laura's case funniest moment for her she's <laughs> enjoying this movie like that uh, I, I really just want to know like Lindsay watching this a second time like what got you what didn't what do you watch now and being like wow that's kind of ridiculous now yeah, I think like overall, and by the end, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, it's just silly. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I just think for me, the beginning, the first time you see his face, like that was all the stuff that like had stuck with me. Um, wow. And then, mm-hmm. but by the time we got to the end of the movie, seeing him do that over and over again, and seeing how cheesy it was now was like, okay, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, Lindsay, there was another moment because I, I was partially while we were watching this movie, like kind of glancing over to, to get your reaction <laughs> as well. And I noticed that your, your face almost like looks so tense. Like you, you were doing this, like your eyes were kind of squinty. You looked like you were concentrating very hard, like on the, on the movie, probably just bracing yourself. Right. But there was a moment I remember that you told me it was early on in the movie when, um, when Maggie, Aunt Maggie, or rather her, her best friend is up there watching Andy. And then you see like a blur in the background of like mm. Chucky walking across the hallway. You don't really get a, a hard view of him. And you had said something like that was kind of like the imagery that you had seen. Yeah, I didn't realize that like that came from the movie. My whole life when I would like see him out of the corner of my eye, I thought that was just like my mind playing tricks on me. But then like they actually used that like scare tactic in the movie surprised me. Mm-hmm. 
So I was like, oh, like I didn't just make it up. <laughs> Actually, like right. it came from there. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like when you were little, you were just replaying that scene in your mind and you were thinking like it was real in the moment. But uh, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, what about you, Laura? Do you want to spot out something funny Chucky said? Yeah, I absolutely. He is in the cop car with the cop and he's like sticking the knife up the seat by the guy's crotch. And it's just like, here it is. I was squirming so much. <laughs> I was laughing hysterically. Laughing. I mean, that shit was funny. Come on. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole like <laughs> debate. Like, is this a comedy? Dark comedy horror. Or it's weird. It's weird to call it comedy. It's more just like ridiculousness that you just mm -hmm. lean into. I guess not really comedy. You didn't have like one liners. First movie though, like it didn't have as much intentional comedy. But then I think they saw that like maybe resonate with people a little bit. And so I think mm -hmm. from there, it just made, they made it crazier and crazier. You know, like he, he calls the mom like a dumb slut once, but it must've got a good laugh in theaters because I feel like that's his whole vocabulary for the sequels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was definitely eighties, eighties humor back then, <laughs> you know, like yeah. oh, hilarious degrading women. Nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um that's crazy uh, i know one thing too talking about like the actual chucky effects i i don't know if laura mentioned this or not but like uh they had the yeah they had the animatronics they had uh that the actual actor right laura you shouted out his name mm -hmm. in in the thing uh, did you guys see in the video i sent you of like him putting on the big chucky head yeah wasn't that creepy as fuck yeah it was it was like a, a, pro a large prosthetic that went around his head and it had a seam in the very very back and when when they put it on, he looked just like Chucky. It was creepy. Yeah, because because we're talking about like the doll itself already has a big head compared to its doll body. Yeah. But then when you have like a little, you know, like short man putting on this oversized head, it looked like fucking uh, what's it called from uh, Spaceballs, where he has like the giant helmet on. <laughs> you know, like it just I was like, oh my god, it's ridiculous, you know. But it works. There's there's like a couple scenes in the movie that they show where it's like actually like a person. Yeah in this and i think actually one of the scenes the scene uh, Lindsay, you're talking about where the little chucky runs in the background was actually what the andy's uh sister in real life like she was oh, the really one that did that scene oh. um but also it's crazy too the scenes where um the actual actor is there because he's maybe four feet tall or something like that so what they did was to make the effect work they took the living room setting because i think he's one of the guys that got caught on fire they made like the couches 50% bigger. So everything, so it makes him look smaller. So it was just yeah. super cool practical effects and like ingenuity that we did back in the day to figure out how to do shots. Just I fucking respect the hell out of it. I mean, nowadays everything would be CGI and this and that, but man, I just, I just, I love this movie for that alone. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think any of us have seen the reboot that came out uh, like no. last year, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. But have you guys seen previews for it or the way Chucky looks in that? I mean, mm -hmm. it is, it is such a joke. He mm -hmm. looks, he does not look scary at all. He looks terrible. It is the weirdest thing and it's all CGI. Yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I agree. Like I, I know I'm kind of hating on this movie. The plot is really silly to me and I found it more funny than scary and it's very eighties, but uh, yeah, I, just like you guys are pointing out the animatronics and like how they captured him is incredible yeah. it's like that's where any points i give this movie are, are all gonna be in that regard yeah yeah uh i forget laura did you want to get into a little bit of like watching this as a parent if you have a different perspective as a parent laura 
Yeah, I mean, we're kind of jumping around, but I, I think you you kind of get over it, I would say maybe 20 minutes in. But yeah, watching this now as a parent, I mean, Greg kind of talked about this already, but the movie opens with him. Well, first of all, very 80s. This is how I was raised in the 80s, too. You wake up, you're by yourself, you're watching TV, you're doing God knows what, like no one's really watching you. Okay, I'm I'm understanding it at this point. He then goes to make his mom breakfast and he pours, he grabs cereal, he pours basically the whole carton, not just in the bowl, but overflowing <laughs> everywhere. He then goes to pour milk in, it splatters everywhere. Then he takes a spoon and decides, I need, I need about five full <laughs> teaspoons of sugar in the cereal. So now you're like, uh, is someone gonna come and like not allow this kid to eat this breakfast? This is crazy. <laughs> He burns the toast, almost catches the place on fire, and then he takes the whole tub of margarine, the whole tub, and puts it on the toast. Mm -hmm. And he, what really got me was the walk. The walk oh, the from milk the spilling all over the hallway. To the <laughs> mom's bedroom with the milk spilling everywhere. I am just in my seat like, what? Like, where are his parents? And then the scenes later, where he's just walking around the city by himself, this little like four-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like in get like ghetto neighborhoods. No, come on. I mean, this is so painful to watch as a parent. I just am like, what what is going on here? It was very yeah. distracting. Well, she's a she's a single parent. I think she gets all the passes in the world. I mean, sure. He's, yes, yeah. of course. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna get up and throw that whole hunk of butter on that black and toast. Yeah, I don't know. Like that breakfast looked like my quarantine breakfast every other day. So I mean, <laughs> shit, you know, I got the quarantine pounds going on, you know. Uh, but I do have to agree. I, I definitely, you know, uh, message you guys in Discord when we're watching when he's wandering the streets of where are they Chicago, the Chicago so. they're in, like wandering the streets. My thing is like he's on the subway and he like or not subway, but uh, what is ever that is train or something like that. And he like gets off. But like there's so many people sitting on that train with him and like nobody once like even looks at him to be like, is that kid by himself? Like, yeah, it's just such like a ridiculous scene. He's just roaming the streets mm -hmm. by himself. It's just crazy. Yeah. What about you? Uh, Lindsay, did you think anything about the parenting in this movie? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it was just typical 80s parenting. And it's something you would see in any 80s movies like Goonies are all over the freaking town. And <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. I must have had like I must have had like the worst parents in the 80s. I was like seven years old when this came out. And like up till I was like 19 years old in high school, I had to like be home when the streetlights came on. Like it was ridiculous. I was like, what the hell, mom? I'm like in high school. Shouldn't I be able to like go hang out? No, the streetlights are on. You should be home. I'm not a baby, you know? <laughs> Like, what the hell? Let me wander the streets. Come on, you know? There's a burning fire over there. Let me go wander around. Uh, that sucks. Uh, I, I was going to say, yeah, you're I talking wrote, like yeah. directly to her, right? I am directly to her. <laughs> I'm shouting her out, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, yeah, if you want to follow my mom on Twitter, it's at uh, Rob28Mom on Twitter, uh, two Bs. Uh, you can check her out. Uh, she posts pictures of me all the time of, of uh, what I looked like when I was younger. Uh, <laughs> uh, let, let's get a little bit here before we get to the ending of like the supernatural, the voodoo stuff, you know, the stuff Laura likes. Um, I never said I liked it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you do, Laura. You have, you have a doll with you tonight. You have a doll with you. You know, it's probably a voodoo doll. I know. I I was like, oh shit, should I not show it since Lindsay's here? But here's my doll. I can handle it now. I can handle it. You can handle that. You can. Oh, now yeah, you the can hair isn't it. like a dry. The hair is so cute. Yeah, it's, it's just it's like yarn. Soft yarn. Mm -hmm. it's adorable. 
Yeah. yeah. So, Laura, what did you think of like the supernatural, the voodoo in this movie? Like it fit for the eighties. That's a fucking 80 it, trope. It Jesus. It fit for the eighties. It didn't yeah. like excite me. It didn't pull me out. I wasn't, I mean, in the very beginning, you're like, okay, what? You know, yeah. But it starts storming yeah. and it's just very like, like that's the end of Ghostbusters, but you've gotten yeah, to the nice. end of the movie. Yeah. This is like the first two minutes. You're like, what is going on? Yeah, I, I literally texted or messaged you guys. I was like, what is this white fool doing? Like, what is yeah. he saying? What is happening right now? Um, yeah, but it does get paid off when they visit the, the I don't know, what do you call him? A shaman then, I guess? He's like a shaman probably. Right. You know, when you visit him and that's you get backstory finally into what this guy's been doing this whole time. Uh, what do you think of that scene, Greg? Like when he actually goes to the, the shaman's house? I really liked it. I thought it was effective. I, you know, he gets into the shaman's house and they start talking about, it explains how Chucky can get hurt and how, and the fact that he thought he was invincible. So he starts referencing the bullet shot because this comes right after the scene where he got a, in a little scuffle with the detective. The detective shoots him with his revolver and he flies like 20 feet and he runs off. So he's basically, it gets explained in this scene with the shaman because what he explains to him is that he's gradually turning more human and now his only chance to get out of the doll is to possess the first person that he revealed his true identity to and i think it's actually effective because one it creates okay you're about midpoint through, through the a little bit maybe it's 75 percent of the movie it creates like an urgency for chucky to get out of his body right which kind of drives the rest of the movie because i i remember thinking why does he hate andy why does he want to kill him because that was always in my mind. He's always trying to stab him. He's always trying to get to him. But this actually bridged that that question in my mind. And it also explains his vulnerability, right? His the fact that his heart, which is becoming more human the fastest. It's almost like it this scene, the, the shaman voodoo scene, explains a lot of what you'd already seen up to that point, and it gives you a lot to look forward to to the rest of the movie. So I don't I I really liked it. I thought it was good, kind of weird and off the wall. Definitely, like you said, Raba, an 80s trope, the, the the random urban, you know, voodoo practitioner. But I, I thought it was really effective. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Lindsay? What do you think of, like, the voodoo supernatural stuff of this movie? That was really hard because, like, the whole movie was, like, kind of realistic, the setting. And then, you know, obviously there's, like, this possessed doll. So that's the supernatural thing. What kind of stuck with me at the end, it's, like, for the longest time, only the cop and the mom know. And I'm like, nobody's ever going to believe them. So they're not clearing this kid. <laughs> and then mm. he's all worried about getting the second cop to believe him. So by the end, it's just two cops and a mom. And I still don't know if that's enough to get this kid out of the mental <laughs> hospital permanently. Right. There's like multiple deaths and he's related yeah. and all the doctors are convinced it's him. So mm. I don't know unless it's like, more accepting of the supernatural in the movie universe I, this kid's gonna stay in that mental institution <laughs> wow that's that's great yeah that's true that's true i i thought it worked i thought it worked i mean like i said it's it's the 80s so i'm just like all right well here you go if that happened nowadays i'd be like what the hell are you guys doing uh yeah. but but i mean i did like the scene where, where he's talking to the shaman and he pulls out like the what is it called the little doll it's a voodoo doll 
the voodoo doll. Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. obviously. And he pulls out the voodoo doll and he like breaks his leg and then like the guy's leg breaks and stabs yeah. him. And I thought it was a cool sequence. I thought it was a cool sequence. And it, like you said, Greg, it gave you the information you've been wanting of like, how is this happening? And like, what's going to go down? And, and like, why is Chucky like almost aging himself, the doll looking more and more human? Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was actually really well done. You know, I actually enjoyed that scene. That hairline, man. <laughs> Yeah, Older he gets, the further back his hair goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything else you guys want to spot out before we get to the ending here and kind of just talk about what's going on at the end of this movie? I think I just want to call it the, the part that kind of scared me the most was, strangely enough, when Andy, and maybe this is part of the parenting thing, thinking about your kid in the locked up in a cell, but essentially that's where he was. He was in a in a mental institution, locked up in a basically a jail cell, and... That part was really creepy to me because it, it, it sort of reminded me of those scenes in, in Terminator and even Terminator 2 where Sarah Connor was locked in a cell and nobody believed her and her story that the Terminator was coming after her until it, you know, literally broke into the, the precinct or the, or the psych ward. And there was literally nothing she can do. You're stuck in a cell and death is like on its way, which is really scary to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the only other scene I, I really like because you're talking about like the 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 hospital and this and that, but it reminded me of like the jail scene when Andy's like starts beating up the Chucky doll. You know, he's like talk. He's like talk, Danny. Yeah. Like he's interrogating him. I don't yeah. know why. For some reason, that that scene, I started like chuckling. In, no, no, no pun intended. Chuckling in that uh, in that moment. For some reason, my mind flashed to the Dark Knight uh, movie when when uh, Batman's interrogating uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, and he's like punching him and yelling at him. So for some reason, that that scene, I like laughed at. And he's like, "Why are you trying to kill me?" Yeah. <laughs> <And he's> like, <laughs> where's the trigger where's the bomb yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh this movie is funny a little <laughs> no no I, I agree it's it's ridiculousness and, and this and that and, and i agree with you it's pretty funny um but let's hey, by, the- by the way speaking mm-hmm. of joker i i do want to say that chucky had a pretty maniacal laugh again it, it reminded me of mm. um mark hamill's joker the yeah. way that he laughed <laughs> yeah. i i it was it reminded me of the joker big time yeah i mean yeah. definitely shout out to to what's his name brad brad dorf i mean oh my yeah, god brad this movie dorf. does not work without his voice yeah as this character Super all the unique. way through did you guys hear or read that there was actually a cut when it was a woman's voice doing Chucky. No. Originally, originally they did the very first thing. I forget what the woman's name, but it had a woman's voice originally. And they test screened it. And it was like, no, like it just didn't work. Oh, I wow. mean, and I was like, oh, wow, it's crazy. And then that's when they brought Brad back to come in and be like, hey, you need to come in and like dub, redub all this stuff. Maybe The Simpsons was really popular back then. So they wanted to do like a Bart Simpson thing. <laughs> maybe i don't know i don't know yeah there's, there's like a funny video too on the behind the scenes making of it when before they dubbed the voice when they were just like uh what's it called practicing like the scenes and like brad dorf is like on his knees like doing the scenes with like the actors so he's on his knees grabbing like the mom and being like get over here you whore Jeez. you know and it's it just it's so crazy to look at and be like oh my god like so cool uh, of that actor wow. doing that in that moment and you could hear it in the voice of like why eventually they were like we got to go back to him to do this voice because it works so well yeah yeah uh let's get to the ending let's get to any laura do you want to set up the ending what's been going on god i mean what <laughs> What what part do you even consider the ending? Because the, well, the one thing about this movie, I will say, for it being very short, mm. it was just all like 
Okay, now we're here. Now we're running here. Okay, now Chucky's alive again. He's alive a fifth time. He's alive a twelfth time. You know. Yeah, it. Th that's one. The, there's Ooh. not really a lot of structure. No, 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 no. Structure's not the right word. There's not a lot of uh of details with this movie. It's pretty straightforward. You have an opening. You got voodoo going on, and then you have like four scenes, action scenes of him killing people or trying to kill people. Right. And, you know, nothing's really progressing the plot in those scenes. They're just cool sequences to watch a doll fuck with people, you know. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the end where it's like, oh, we're back into the actual story again. Yeah, so I guess picking up at the end, you you now know who Chucky is, how he was able to get into the doll. You know, as Greg said, what can actually hurt him, kill him? He's becoming more alive. Um, both the mom and the detective know now, and Andy has just been able to escape the institution that he was being held at and he runs home and so now it's kind of a race because andy runs home chucky is after him because we find out that andy was the first person that chucky told his secret to and therefore he needs that body as his new vessel before he dies in the doll um so Chucky's on his way to get Andy. The mom and the detective are on their way to try to save Andy. And what you basically have is for the last 10 minutes um, is, you know, Chucky trying to get into the kid. He is unsuccessful. And then it's everyone beating the shit out of Chucky oh. pretty good. I mean, they're shooting him. He loses a head at one point. He catches on fire. He loses a limb. But no one will either shoot him or stab him in the heart. Uh, and so he just keeps coming alive, alive, alive. And we have a whole slew of injuries. And then, uh, finally they get him in the heart and he actually bleeds. And now mm -hmm. you know that he is done. And like Lindsay said, it kind of ends, well, it ends very abruptly and it it's true. And I actually think without spoiling from the very, you know, limited knowledge I have of the sequels, uh, it does sound like <laughs> in the sequels, uh, they are all in fucked up situations because this is not mm. believable. Even for the eighties, this is not something that like the public believes. Wow. Um, obviously I think there's a bad reputation with the dolls because they're associated with murders through all these sequels. But for the most part, it's like, yeah, I, I do think that that is, it's just kind of weird ending a movie and not getting that satisfaction, you know? It's, yeah. It's just kind of yeah. sad, but yeah, that's not true. enough to get me to watch all eight movies. So sorry. No. Oh, wow, that's <laughs> interesting. Okay. Uh, what, what about you, Greg? Uh, what did you think of like the ending of this movie? One thing I really hated, and this it's very characteristic of eighties, but I did not like Andy's one-liner where he goes, oh. "This is the end, friend." I mean, I just I never like it when the <laughs> final line is delivered like that in isolation. The actor takes his or her time. The, the scene suddenly just stops to say this line. I like it when it more or less flows. And of course he seemed very stilted in the way he delivered it. That was, uh, to me, that was trash. But other oh, than that, that going- was so cute. <laughs> God, Laura. <laughs> from, from that point on though, I, I thought it was so cool. I mean, when, Chucky reanimates and his, his, you know, the special effects of his skin, the burnt skin on his face kind of coming off. I, I love that shot from the ground looking up at the burnt Chucky, like looming over Andy. Yeah. And in the moment, again, it's one of those scenes where I think that was the actor. Yeah. That and, was a little guy. Yeah. That was a little guy. But I remember thinking that was the doll and it was uh, for the first time and it was just 
I don't know, so menacing and well done because they only show it for a few seconds, but I thought it was great. Um, and the way it ends again, I like it. I thank the Lord there was no final hook at the end, you know, where it was like, oh, he's back alive. You know, just give me a, a, a you know, a neat little line. The fact that now the lieutenant, he believes him, but who's going to believe him? Sure. And then, you know, you freeze frame on Andy's face, credit, boom, nailed it. I don't, I don't need any more than that. No, but you know, people needed eight more sequels, so you know. Yeah, and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, back to Greg's. Oh, back that's to Greg's. Uh, that's thing, the title. Potato. That's the title, yeah. huh? Oh, that's that's your that's your horror movie, Greg. Potato, potato. Yeah, <laughs> Laura figured it out. Yeah, she's a producer. Uh, what about you, uh, Lindsay? What did you think of the ending of this movie with all the Chucky's going around? Um, I thought it was okay. I wish it would have been more definitive. I actually think it wasn't. Like he got pretty far into the chant with the kid. And then yeah, right it ending on the kid's face oh, oh, <laughs> made me be like, interesting. oh, you thought you thought a little bit of like, oh, shit, like maybe he did get in a little bit. Maybe he did get into him a little or oh, something. It just wasn't definitive enough for me. <laughs> yeah, we can't say certain things talking about a child <laughs> in this movie. We've all said it multiple times, little things uh, here and there. But uh, yeah. Uh, I liked the ending too. I thought the ending was actually pretty good for this movie. I mean, you see so many different, you know, forms of Chucky, you know, whether it's the, you know, animatronic in the fireplace or the puppet in the fireplace or the animatronic or the, the burnt Chucky or just like the limbs or the head talking. Like there's so much going on in these last like 10, 15 minutes of this movie. I thought it all worked. Everything was set up with the voodoo guy of what they need to do. I don't know why they didn't shoot him in the heart right away, but you know, um, it's just, it's just crazy. Like watching this movie now, like I just I go back to just respecting so much of how they did this. So I'm just so fascinated while I watch this. I'm like, wow, this is so fucking cool of how they did these scenes, you know, and then that goes into me like almost it makes me like this movie more um, in certain parts. But uh, do you guys want to hear there is there was an alternate ending of this mm. movie that I think is more of what Greg uh, maybe didn't want? Uh, so it says uh, the script, uh, you know, featured an alternate ending, which Chucky is stabbed by Andy with a knife mounted on a radio controlled car. You guys remember when he pulls the car out in the closet? So I guess there was a scene where he used that to stab Chucky with a knife. Um, and then it says then Chucky has his his face and legs melted with a squirt gun filled with Drano. In addition to being lit on fire and shot repeatedly by Mike and Karen. Then it says, while while storing Chucky's remains in an evidence room, another cop would have disbelieved Jack's uh, assertion that the doll was alive. And after they left, Chucky's disembodied arm would have come to swat away a fly. No. No. <laughs> no, Laura. <laughs> no. Insane. No, that's just. That's a too- big no for the me. The hands no. on him, his arm swatting away a fly? I guess like the body, the, the burned, destroyed body in the in the police evidence room, and it swats a fly, meaning like it's still alive. You know, no, Laura, you didn't like that one. Nah, <laughs> nah, what? No, not you, Greg, either. Nah, it seems way too convoluted. Yeah, yeah. yeah what about you, even for a, a, you a like movie about a voodoo doll? Yeah. Well, I feel like you know that he comes back to life because of the sequels. So, well, yeah, mm-hmm. but but at the time though, you didn't know that when this came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, you wouldn't have known that you were four years old, you know, <laughs> you didn't want more anyway. So I it didn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I do like uh, your thing, Lindsay, where you're saying that still frame on Andy's face 
kind of alluded to maybe there's something more because i didn't think about that in the moment i thought it was actually an odd cut to end the movie i was like oh that's a weird cut it was but, weird but i didn't yeah. think of your your reasoning Lindsay. with your reasoning i'm like oh that does make sense that's actually pretty cool he made it like real far into the chant and they were like at the bottom of the floor when the lightning started so yeah, it's not true. like the whole spirit like i feel mm -hmm. like some of them got into him. something in there yeah oh wow that's pretty cool yeah, I'm, I'm glad nobody agrees with the the alternate ending where he's swatting flies in a room. Um, they made a good decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, let's get into our ratings and let's do our one to five rating. Let's do um, let's do how many uh, one to five? How many angry redheads? How many angry redheads are you <laughs> giving this uh, one to five? Uh, <laughs> you could do uh, positives, <laughs> negatives, a bit. Uh, what, what do you think? Let's see. Leave Lindsay to last here, uh, Laura. What do you think? One to five. How many angry redheads do you give in this movie? And and no, no disrespect to redheads out there. You know, come on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. They're they're fiery though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've given this a solid two. Uh, wow, you know, a two. If it. If it weren't for wow. the amazing animatronics that they use for Chucky and like how impressive that is, I, I am truly, you know, impressed and I think it's amazing. If it weren't for that and also just like what Chucky stands for himself, like I feel like, you know, you're a horror fan and there's just this giant franchise, whether I agree that there should have been one or not, <laughs> you know, he's like an image that we all see and know and like what he stands for. But if you took all of that away, I think this movie belongs in the trash. It is garbage, you guys. What? Come on, this movie's terrible. <laughs> well, two two does not two is not the garbage, Laura. So that doesn't. That's I know. Not the garbage I know. Oh, that's okay. like just under. That's just below average. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. There, there's wow. redeeming I, qualities, but that's nah. crazy. You were like loving this movie. You love the voodoo. You love the comedy. You Your know? Twitter image. Yeah. Your Twitter image. I, I mean, I know, but I'm. I think it's silly. Wow. I'm so surprised. I thought easily you were going to be pretty high. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about you, Greg? Where are you <laughs> lined on this? Uh, how many how many angry redheads do you give in this movie? <laughs> I did not want to like this movie at all because I I remember growing up hating it and being quite scared of it. Actually, you know, not necessarily traumatized, but being very scared in it, like an uncontrollable way as a kid, especially the a couple of the sequels that we saw. And of course, I don't have a great history, you know, knowing that it affected Lindsay pretty negatively. But if I were to take a, you know, of course, an objective standpoint, um, I regrettably kind of loved it. I think that <laughs> the best part of the movie is, is is the pace. I feel like there's no wasted time. I love just how straight up concise it was. You know, you've got the paranormal aspect, tight direction, in and out, bing, bing, boom. I mean, they give you every, like, from the beginning to the end, gradually getting people to believe that Chucky is real, like, bringing people on board, um, you know, and it doesn't feel like that part dragged out too long. Of course, Andy first turns on him, like you said, Rob, starts punching him, choking him, <laughs> tell the truth. Then the mom finds out, then the detective finds out, then the lieutenant finds out, end of the movie. I mean, it's, it's a pretty consistently and concisely done direction. And, you know, also the fact that I remember thinking that Chucky was this like mindless serial killer, which he kind of is, but the fact that he actually had a purpose that he was trying to fulfill and not just terrorize people for no reason, he actually had a goal in mind, kind of made the, the story a little bit more interesting. Um, the special effects just off the wall, insane. It's just amazing. So 
I'm going to give, I, again, and you guys know how I rate movies. I look at it and I go, could, how much better could it be for what it's trying to do? And this is the type of movie, I don't think, what, in the time that you made it, how much better could you have made it to be mm-hmm. a really good child's play? So I'm going to give this, um, 3.75. Oh, uh, man. You know, I thought you were going. Heads. I thought you were going five, and I was like, I don't know if I'm about to flip the table or Lindsay's about to flip the table. No, so it's like it's really you know, three, stupid. three angry redheads, and then the fourth one has a guy a really tight receding hairline. You know, like going almost to the, to the back Jesus. there. It's the point seven five. Wow, that's crazy. Well, all right, there you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I am right there with you, Greg, for a lot of what you're saying. I think the runtime for me was super positive. It's such a, a small runtime, an hour. It's like an hour. It says an hour and twenty eight minutes, but you have like eight minutes of credits. So for a movie itself, it's like an it's like an hour and twenty minute movie. The movie. So this movie flies by it flies by it's so fast they just need to hit these three points opening you know set up and then you're at the end and then you have like fucking chucky just killing people along the way and this and that um so i dug all that like you said the animatronics man i just loved it all the way through i keep talking about it i was so fascinated with it the acting was whatever it's 80s you know it feels like some movies i give 80s movies break some movies i don't this is one i'm gonna give a break for yeah. uh, as much as i don't like the kid i honestly would say um I'm, I'm probably gonna get shit for this but uh i i like this movie more than nightmare on elm street oh my god oh, and, and i i know i i'm sorry laura like uh, man i i dug this movie i really liked it so greg you're what 3.75 yeah i'm gonna say four i liked it a little bit more than that i'm gonna give this movie a four i dug it all the way through yeah. You know, I know Laura's upset right now. She's going to put a voodoo curse on me, uh, but uh, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I, just, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know if my expectations were super low going in thinking this movie, 80s, this is going to be shitty. We reviewed Ginger Dead Man a while back with the Dead in Santa Carla guys that is literally this movie with a gingerbread man. And so, like, I don't know if that had something to do with my my thought going in. But watching this, every moment, every scene, it was like over my expectations. And so like, yeah, I dug it. I'm saying a solid four angry redheads uh, and they have long flowy hair, like very, very, very nice and sensual. Uh, So, (laughs) okay, Lindsay, where do you, where are you going with this, Lindsay? How is this watch? Are you over your fears and what are you giving this movie? (laughs) I mean, I'd like to give it a zero just for the trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Negative points. Negative points. But honestly, having watched Thanks Killing and Ginger Dead Men this year, it actually gets one. Because it's better than those. It really is. I mean, I was able to watch it to the end. So Mm -hmm. that is a positive. Um, And yeah, like overall... I hated it, but I could, I have to say it was like an okay movie for Mm. what it was. Yeah. I mean, do you think it's like, it was therapeutic now finally watching it this long? Do you think you're kind of not fully over your past because it's always going to be there, but like being like, oh, fuck it. Like, fuck this doll. Yeah. I think it helped for sure. Just even like the first 30 minutes by then I was like, okay. And I was still a little nervous, like going to bed last night, (laughs) like, what's it gonna be like and i had a few moments where it was touch and go when i turned off the light but um no nightmares and yeah feeling like i can handle seeing a meme or i can i can friend laura on twitter now oh there you go wow 
That's We're all friends again. <laughs> that's all this episode was for. We had, we had an hour and 40 minutes just so they could be friends on Twitter. Finally. <laughs> uh, it's all worth it. Nice. I like it. I like it. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, thank you for coming on Lindsay for, yeah. for reviewing this movie, for overcoming your fears. I mean, geez, that, that's, that's huge. You know, and, and I know it's probably going to be good for you going forward. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll call you back in if we do another doll movie, maybe in the future. Oh, no. <laughs> thank you. No, okay. All right. No, thank you. Gonna... <laughs> baby steps, Rob. Baby steps. Baby steps. Okay. Little right. baby dolls. Oh. Doll yeah. baby steps. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks, guys. So that's it. Yeah, that's it for this week's review here. Uh, next week, we're reviewing 1979's Alien, the OG. Uh, this is our June conjecture choice pick by Alex D., uh, who uh, I guess apparently was demanding we do more sci-fi <laughs> movies, you know, very aggressive, has an exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't forget our complete uh, schedule uh, for the rest of the month is posted on Twitter and Instagram at Conjecturing Pod. Uh, and also keep sending in Conjecture Choice picks. You know, we want some mo- new movies to review. Uh, I actually want to keep watching more Chucky movies, to be honest with you guys. I gave this a <laughs> oh four. No, no, I think that this is the pinnacle, Rob. Don't. No? Oh, okay. Yeah, Stop don't do it. Ahead. You know, if, uh, if, uh, you know, if, 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 uh, if if a Bob emails in maybe and, and says, I uh, do child's play too, then we might have to do it. You know, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, you can send us in uh conjecture choice picks at conjecturing pod at Gmail, Twitter, Instagram at conjecturing pod, or leave us a voicemail on our website, podpage.com slash conjecturing pod. Uh, also, if you like our pod, you know, uh, check out our merch store. Uh, you can check it out tpublic.com slash user slash conjecturing pod. And lastly, please remember to subscribe, rate, review our podcast wherever you're listening to it on. That'll really help us out. And check out the Slash and Cast podcast network, slashandcast.network for other great shows. Um, so that's it from the Gold Room tonight. This has been the Conjecturing. I've been Rob. And Laura. And Greg. Yeah, until next time, remember, horror is subjective, so conjecture away. See ya. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>